Hi, and welcome to Mindful, Beautiful, and Thriving, a podcast series by Tharaka Foundation focused on youth mental health. Before we begin today's episode, I just wanted to let you all know that all content that is found in our podcast is created for informational purposes only. This content is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, treatment, or therapy. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition, and never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard in this podcast. Thank you so much, and without further ado, let's get started. So we are back here, Arim and I, and we're just going to like try and decode this in a more practical scenario because we just felt that overall, in general, whenever adults talk about psychology or issues like bullying, mental health, I feel they somehow are not able to strike a chord in kids. Right, Arif? Yeah, I mean, when we hear something like this from kids who've actually went ahead and experienced it in the same time period as us, because bullying does evolve, life does evolve. But when we do hear it from people who are, have more of a kinship with us, it's much nicer and much easier to understand. So the whole point of this episode is the last episode, we can call that the psychological. And this episode will be the real world application sort of segment. And what we want to do here is give you a couple tips from our experience that could work for you when facing a bullying situation. Uh, we'll go through a couple examples in the real world and how we can apply such techniques and just try to really put ourselves in a situation where we can hypothesize ways to get out of it when it comes to bullying. Bullying is usually about the show of dominance, right? So the best way a bully could really exert their power is by cornering you in some public area where there'd be a lot of people. So once the bully begins this bullying process, where does this go next? What I've seen majority of the times is at this point of time, the power dynamic is extremely unstable, right? Because if a victim does retaliate, the bully would be the weakest at this point of time. And one of the most pointed out characteristics of a bully is that they're insecure, right? And this is the exact instance where this comes into play. The bully's insecurity and this thirst to be in power will force the bully to do something rash to establish this power. Now, the topmost priority is to keep yourself safe. So we don't want to put ourselves in a position where we can get extremely hurt. Now, there are multiple ways to do this, but before really choosing the action you want to take, you really have to first assess the situation, try to understand what advantages you have. You have an easy way to exit Can you go to a place where you'll be in the field of view of some responsible adults where the bully won't do this? Try to understand what's going on around you and kind of make some inferences and understandings of the situation. Essentially, what you have to do is basically assess a situation, figure out where you stand, what you can do, what you can't do. In business, there's something called SWOT analysis, which is strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. Uh, Here's what we find really interesting, right? This business tool, it's incredibly practical out here because you have to figure out what the advantage the bully has. You have to look for an opportunity of you to try and get into like a safe situation. You have to um, look at your opportunities and what is the immediate threat for you, right? Is the bully after a physical thing? Does he, let's say, you want your lunch money? Um, Or does the bully out here have another intent? 
that's what the exact threat is and how is he ready to achieve this is, is he in a position where he will only verbally threaten you or is he ready to go the extra mile and physically threaten you which is something which you want to avoid right so now arif what would an individual or what would a victim do at this point of time now the best thing not to do first of all not to do is make a rash move jay is right when it comes to dealing with you listening to your gut because your gut honestly does a lot of things right for you but at the same time you also have to think rationally and when your gut throws something at you you have to really give it a thought and understand is this a rational thought or is this something that'll completely throw me on the opposite side of the situation and get me in trouble and get me hurt so <clears throat> the most important thing is to have a balanced mind so when we deal with this bully we just want to make sure that every step we really take is mentally and physically within reason so don't impulsively do anything when you impulsively do something it causes much worse things to happen so when you're emotionally triggered whether that be happy sad excited horrified annoyed under pressure anything you're not in a mentally rational space so to get into this mentally rational space you'll have to take a second to just make your mind more balanced and it's hard in this situation but take a breath make sure to make the most thought out judgment with this mentally rational space and again mentally rational space being a place where you're free of any emotional bias to your judgment so i i think an important prerequisite that we kind of missed out orive and i think i just want to touch upon that is that you should understand where a feeling is coming from uh, so arim and i decided to do a bit of role play and we're going to get to this example quite a lot so just imagine me being a bully and arim being someone who's the victim in the situation here right so i think it's important that arim as a victim should understand where his emotions are coming from so at this point of time let's say i'm bullying arim i corner him on a playground and i demand his lunch money at this point of time arim is probably going to have like two emotions right or two sets of emotions an emotion of it's, it's going to vary a tad bit from person to person right that obviously happens but normally what happens like in majority of the cases is that an emotion comes from two sets right The first set is something which is the prudential decision, right? Which is which is what Arif spoke about. Basically, going to be so either flee the situation or minimize conflict, get out. The other one is the emotion of anger or the emotion of resentment or basically let's just punch Jay in the face and run off kind of emotion. Yeah, yeah. So, so you have two different guts now, and one gut is the emotionally triggered gut, whether it's happy, sad, excited, whatever you want it to be. and the other one is a logical gut the prudential gut the rational gut the good gut okay now both of these guts will send you ideas will make this an angel and devil situation whatever you want whatever works for you and you'll be put in a position where you'll have to pick between these two decisions this good decision or this emotionally triggered not the best decision and again it might be the right decision at the time and again sometimes situations come up where they are but generally this prudential decision will be the decision you'd want to take but of course when we're in such a situation and we're so mentally caught up with everything that happened in such a short amount of time we're not going to really see the good in the good decision and we'll see a whole lot of good 
in the not so good solution. So it's again really, really, really important that you just be rational and again we can parallel that to don't be mentally excited, whether bad or good, and be balanced. So I think we just get the fact that if you make a rash decision, then you will end up facing the punishment for it and you won't end up getting real change done because you only contributed to the cause. So let's just give a quick little bullet point summary of kind of what happened. Um, I would like to give the summary in the form of an example, right? So again, I'm the bully, Arav is the victim. First thing I do, I come up, I do something which basically tries to show my dominance, right? Arif, what do you do the first thing? First thing I do is assess the situation by uh, Jay's excellent uh, teaching of me a couple weeks prior in a podcast. I will perform my SWOT analysis, as he says. I will assess my strengths in the situation. I'll stress my weaknesses, opportunities, threats. I'll look for areas where I can get into a better situation. I'll look for my advantages in this situation. I'll look at Jay's past experience with other victims and try to understand what he has done and sort of kind of frame together a decision that way. Just really assess and case out the entire situation in front of me. Okay. So at this point of time, you did all that internally. I have no idea what you're doing. So um, not getting a reaction from you, I decide to shoot insults at you. What do you feel? How do you react? Now, I can obviously say right now, I won't feel anger, but I'm not in this situation. And I can tell you right now, I'd feel extremely unhappy. I'd feel not even mad. I just feel sad. I don't enjoy getting insulted. I'm sure no one else does. Uh, And my first instinct might be to fire back because I'm angry, because I want to reciprocate all of that hurt that he's causing me internally back at him, make him feel the same pain I am. But again, That would make the situation a whole lot worse. It would make me the bully and it would also get me in a situation which could get me in trouble. So it's not that you shouldn't speak out if you're insulted, but we don't want to make a rash decision. So let's say Jed decides to advance on me and try something physical. Now, my first instinct would be to get out of that situation, right? To not have to resort to any violence, to anything that could cause hurt to anyone. So Maybe during my analysis, of SWOT analysis, I found that a teacher I know is nearby. I can go and report the issue to them. And with the credibility I have, I can do that. I, it can work, right? Okay. Well, at this point of time, what if you have to react physically? Then what's your roadmap? Now, if I have to uh, act physically, honestly, I feel like it's something that can't really ever plan out because there's just so many things that can go wrong or go well in the action. But if he does try something physical and I have no other option left, just I might have to stand my ground and defend myself. Uh, It's something I wouldn't want to do until I really had to. But at this point, there's no other options. So I just do what I can, stand my ground, not get hurt, but at the same time, not become the bully. So again, bullying sucks. It's hard to fix. It's hard to really understand how to combat. From from what you've heard, I hope you understand that we're not really asking you to do something you don't feel comfortable doing. It's just what we're trying to have you think about is just sit down, 
close your eyes and just imagine yourself sitting down as a bully or something. Think about why they are as they are. Think about what motivates them to do what they do. Try to develop a sense of understanding and empathy or whatever you may call it. Just understanding how they think will help you deal with them. Now, I mean, don't believe that this is the key to achieving being rid of bullies because honestly, it's not. It's just one of many. But we do hope this helped you understand what goes on behind the hood of the bully and how you might suppose dealing with them in the future. Now, we have an Instagram for the, the Tharika Foundation. So it's just at Tharika.Foundation. So if you have any experiences, if you want to share anything, go ahead, message us there. We'd be happy to respond, conversate with you, talk about this, and hopefully help you in any other situation you need. But we do hope this helped in whatever small way possible. I think uh, uh, Arif wrapped up extremely, um, extremely well. And I would just like to say one last thing before we end up. I, I want to say that the importance of actually reaching out and talking to people, whether it be a bully, a psychologist, with anyone is extremely important because when you talk to someone, you understand their perspective. And I mean, I personally am a huge fan of what a perspective can do. It's, it's what the power of just understanding another person's point of view, right? And I want to end with a quote. It's this quote which says, the test for courage comes when you're a minority. The test for tolerance comes when you are a majority. Um, keeping that in mind, let's wrap up. And um, anyone who wants to talk to someone at the Tarika, maybe understand the work we're doing, this podcast, we've, we've done some other pretty good episodes. And I think you're actually going to enjoy some of the other stuff. So Arif, um, I think let's uh, wrap it up here. And thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Yeah, thank you. You are listening to Mindful, Beautiful, and Thriving, a podcast series by Tharika Foundation. As part of our youth series, we will be releasing new episodes every weekend, so make sure to continue to check those out. We hope you enjoyed this podcast, and thank you so much for listening.